0: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the greatest show on earth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is the Everyday Ask Yourself podcast. My name is Derek Alston, and I go by Why Not Derek on all social media except for Facebook. I go by Derek Alston. And this is episode 14. On time It's been a You know A few setbacks before I could actually come back to this It was Between the computer breaking Getting a new computer Downloading software Other projects Commissions uh, Other business endeavors uh, Just a whole bunch of other stuff that I just kind of needed to figure out In the process Yeah I mean Obviously it wasn't a week or two or a month It was Almost a half a year or two more But um i did a lot of reflecting and i looked back and that's kind of what this episode is going to be about it's going to be about it's going to be about not being afraid to look back not being able to be afraid of looking at the things that are going to trigger you for the future you know what i mean because that's one of those things that we don't realize but is a main component in our life is the things we go through we don't you know, we don't look at it like that. We don't look at it as a milestone or a stepping stone. Sometimes some of us look at it as the, you know, life being hard or the struggle or stuff like that. But a lot of it's just you being in the way for yourself. You know, you need to get out of your own way. You know, you need to make better decisions for yourself, those type of things. But I really have also been sitting back as well because I've been writing. I've been writing a lot. You know what I mean? I... I've been using this time to be able to express myself in a different manner, you know, not from first person, but also from both, both sides, the introspective and the perspective side of it, you know what I mean, where I'm in the seat and I'm not in the seat, because I also know that some people may not experience the things that I may be writing about, and I also know that some people will, and that's how, you know, we connect, and that's how the faith is given back and the hope and the optimism, all of that is given back into forms of of writing, you know? And it leads me to say this. You're always enough. You never need to shapeshift to fit others. No, you don't need to. You don't need to do other things to try to suffice the emptiness. You don't need to do that. If you look back and see how far you've came, the first thing you would say was damn I was I was wasn't making the best decisions or I wish I could have did this or I wish I could have did that like people who have substantial substance don't don't look back and see it as a bad thing they see it back as the resume back what they did back what led them to get here you know what I mean instead of looking at it as look at all the things we did wrong wish I could change things if people were given the opportunity to go back, people would. And it just might be worse. You know what I mean? Time might be shorter for them. The decisions could be more detrimental. They might, whatever the case is, going back it just to let you know that you're human. In that the things that you weren't going to achieve and couldn't achieve and thought that weren't possible were very possible in all aspects. And... I'm not just saying that because I, I I endured it. I'm just saying it because it's it's true. It's very true. I was once homeless. I was addicted to drugs, and I just didn't really care about nothing. I I didn't I didn't care about anything, and I don't think that I was running from the actual life I was living. I was actually running from the life I wanted to live. So every all those components and things that I was doing were just. Sitting me down It was letting me know at that time But I was obviously naive to the fact Of knowing that I was addicted to something And When you're when you're Kind of out there on your own Doing your own thing And just trying to enjoy and find understanding Nobody's sitting right next to you Nobody's coaching you You're on that bench by yourself And you make those bad decisions And you learn from them Those losses turn turns Into lessons you just have to look at it from a different perspective. You know what I mean. And I'm not. And I'm not being vulnerable to make anybody feel like it's okay to be on drugs or anything like that. Never. But I'm just giving you my backstory. Some, you know, some backbone so the way that I got out of it. You know what I mean. And what I did. And and how effective. You know, getting out of your own way can help you get past that and get to places you want to go. You know what I mean. And by me just expressing that, it's just therapeutic alone because I know people have things they face every day, you know, whether it's somebody dying in your family, whether it could even be a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's hard. That's trauma that leads to places, and it makes you dwell a lot. It makes you dwell in the past. It brings you right back there. You know, the minute you start cutting corners is the same minute that you'll go right back to yourself because every time you cut a corner, the shape doesn't become what it was. You, you get what I mean? When you cut corners, it ends up being back to the circle. And I know I was I'm, I was saying it, and, and my brain was already picking up on new thoughts as I was saying it. So it sounded like I was repeating it again, but I was just s- paraphrasing it to a point where you understood it. You know what I mean? The cutting corner part was just let you know that you're trying to take shortcuts to make it somewhere, and you're just going back shorter, making everything shorter go back to you. And hey, for some people it's it's they're used to it, some people they can do it, some people they can deal with it, but at the end of the day, look at how far you came. be appreciative of that. you know what I mean, I'm not telling you to to thank God because that would be another thing that I would be discussing on. you know, I was lost lost in myself for so long that I was looking for something else to believe in, and I just needed to believe in. Me, again, I, I lost that connection So once I started believing in me again Meditating, you know, taking my vitamins every day Just doing the essential things that would just boost my self-esteem You know, boost the way I carry myself Doing all this stuff And this whole quarantine stuff You know I mean? Besides how I think of the conspiracy theory And the reason behind it I think that this gave us enough time to actually tap in You know, even if we're not creating the craziest stuff or doing anything new, it gave us, it gave us a lifeline, you know, because as a creator, all we really need is time, that's what we need, we need time, time to do things that we need to do, things we like to do, things that make us feel unrestricted, yeah, I know everybody's not gonna get it, but that's just like video gamers, or shopaholics, or Workaholics, you know, you get that little bit of reprieval That come home, you just kind of want to relax And, you know, take everything down a notch But as a creator, when you have a real job When do you ever, you know, slow down When do you ever stop When do you ever sit down and just embrace everything that's happening You You don't You don't, you don't get the time to sit back and embrace it as much Because you're living in the moment And then as it's happening, you're not thinking it's happening It sucks, it sucks being naive like that and trying to project those things into manifestation that, you know, the past didn't make you or the past can't define you or all these things about the past because we grow from that. And, you know, when I wrote the first book, Connections, I was just specifically explaining about how flowers grow and, you know in all these places that they normally wouldn't and under conditions that they normally wouldn't. But I was speaking to it in the sense of flowers being people. You know what I mean? And letting the roots of who you are and who you were determine who you're going to be, which is really a bad narrative to put yourself in. But I get it. Not everybody's out there to help your mental state. Some people are out there to take from it. Some people are out there to take... I know it's like, uh, how, but... When you are vulnerable to somebody, they look at your vulnerability as weakness. Some look at it as openness and they can be transparent because it's easier to connect that way, but sometimes it's not like that. Some people will see that in you and they will take that as a navigating tool and then they will guide their self through you, whether it's to break you down or to build you up or to do both. Either way, that is what leads you to be submissive because you have no control. You know what I mean? But it would also take, Thinking about what happened in the past You never were submissive You didn't know how to be And for the fact that even thinking about What being submissive is It's essentially to submit It's to give yourself Yeah I know we walk around with our guards up And we think everyone's trying to play us And everybody's the same We are We are one and the same But we are also Different Every individual is different they have different ethics. They have different conditional circumstances. They have different morals. They, they carry themselves differently. They think differently. Dress, smell, eat. You list it. You name it. We're all different, but we forget that we're human. We forget that we went through stuff that could have broke us. Nobody's telling us to heal from this. You know, No one's waking up and saying, I hope you heal from the things that you, know, you don't speak about. And I, I, I big up those people. I big up the people who don't have or... Or can't go through or can't handle going through Is because I know what it's like I just explained how I was homeless A drug addict And I was still an artist You know what I mean Like that's tough to come back from that Than to sell uh, Over a couple hundred units You know on Amazon In the last three years You know whether my Clothing brand Sinclair Pierre Doing numbers you know Pop ups craft shows, customs, commissions, photography, graphics, anything that involves me to put my creativity first brings happiness. It's not the money. You know, like I've been writing this book called Respect the Process. And in that book, it just, it digs in deeply about certain things that, you know, even if you're not, it's not applicable to you, you know somebody that it's applicable to. And sometimes that could save somebody. Sometimes that part where you're able to connect to something, even though you're not going through it, might help the next person. Because as they go through it, you'll hear this and you'll remember these things that I'm saying. And these will be keynotes for you to bring up in conversation, maybe to help you know, advise the person to do better or to show them better or to just love them from a distance if that's you know, the circumstances they want to be held to. You know, you can't you can't force people to do what they don't want to do. You know, like as I step back from all this too, I look about the past. I'm like, damn, I had a great run so far at being how old I am. And you know, for the last couple of years, I'm like, dang, you know, being single kind of sucks. But then I'm like, nah, actually, it's 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 a great thing. I'm not I'm not losing out on who I am by giving it to somebody else to then not know what to do with it. I'm actually still enjoying myself, still learning myself, still going through things, you know, I mean, overcoming, and still healing from things that I don't speak about because that's just a part of life. Not everything is going to be valued the same. But I know one thing that will be valued, relativeness. Relativeness is going to be valued because as long as I explain the scenario or explain the situation or condition or circumstance you might look at it differently before you step into it not to make the same mistakes that I make but so you experience it yourself because before I tell you how the experience is you gonna have to try it and sometimes that's how it starts as a I just wanted to try it or let's try it or let's do it and it usually turns into turmoil unless you know how to handle it accordingly which is the same reason that I keep going back, because that's what this episode was about. This episode was about going back. We don't realize the things that we look forward to, but as we're looking forward, when do we have time to look back? We ever rarely do have time to look back, it's because we're so focused on the, on the on the forward, on the beginning, you know, on the on the things that we don't need to worry about, as as I should say, you know, because the things that are not super essential, super essential, you know. Look at all the people who are out there saving lives and doing what they have to do, even though they signed up for this job and they went to college and you know, they're in debt for this this position in life. Those people are the essential workers. The mailmans, the garbage the garbage guys, uh the, the grocery store attendants, you know. These other these other places are they don't really care. You know what I mean? They don't they don't they don't, they don't really care. They're they're gonna stay closed and they're gonna lose out on money, but they don't really care. You know what I mean? As a business, but as a as a human and an individual, everybody's everybody's taking the loss. You know what I mean? Everybody's taking this loss of not being able to work and then unemployment going super sky high and layoffs and all this like. Never in a million years would I think that this would be. The outcome of pandemic. Coronavirus. And then we have uneducated people, you know, expressing how they feel about it when that's your opinion. Remember? Episode 8, I, I literally made a whole 40-minute episode about a, this being an opinion-based world. You know what I mean? I got six or seven masks that I, I didn't pay for that, that people were made for me or I got from family members. Some of them are still sitting in the bag. I didn't need to go out because this is the circumstances that I have to do to go out. Listen, man, I, I, I submit to the world, hoping that things align so that the universe can give back what I have given. You give more, so more is given back. I wrote that in one of my books, but the book is yet to be released. So that's another one of those staples where you really listen to that. And over and over and over and over again, it plays in your head. Giving more, so more is given back. That's why I give. That's why I'm recording 30, 40-minute podcast episodes. And that's why, you know, I'm notifying and letting people know and making these cover arts and certain things that that just give you more, you know what I mean, more incentive to want to view, more incentive to want to listen, to even think it's possible for you to go do it. I mean, I can't make the blueprint for you, but I can definitely show you and give you tips on if. On things or help you if you need to you know take it there, if you want it to get that far, if you want to take these steps to be when I'm do what I'm doing specifically this one thing, you know what I mean because I know this i've I have over over easily over ten k plays on fifteen f 13 episodes. you know what I mean it wasn't about the clout it wasn't about the notoriety, it was about that what I was doing was actually working three years ago I wanted to make a big difference in the world I wanted to do something I was trying to impact people that probably didn't even care about me that didn't stop me because I seen that what I was doing was working not only for me other individuals because they reached out and they were expressive in the way that they seen life in the way they seen some of the issues that I spoke about and I never look down on anybody who sees it or lives it differently. I just have to put in perspective that that's not my life. So again, when we go back to the past, I have to be super thankful that I didn't carry things that I was conditionally born into. Or that I don't carry the toxicity of the stereotypical, you know what I mean? guy misogynistic women hoes whatever you want to put in that box you know what I mean of normally being like like I don't I don't want I don't want to be rich yeah I want to be financially stable but at the same time man I I got dreams that don't even involve money it involves serenity solace a peace of mind which we can't buy like like there's a song called New York Soul Part Two by John Bellion. He has one line in there that says, if money can stop the pain, then how do you explain a bunch of millionaires that kill themselves? When he says that, you feel what he's saying. Not only because it's a quotable line, it's because it makes you really think about what happens when you reach that, that brink of richness. You know what I mean? Of That, that stature of celebrity, where you can do anything because you have unlimited amounts, man. A lot of people don't know when to stop. If you were addicted when you didn't have it, guess what happens when you got it? You get it. Now you're really becoming addict. Now you're really you're, you're topping you're topping your old self because you have more resources. That's why when I look back, it's like yo, I would go teach it. I would go talk to you know, uh, NA and and AA. You know, I would I would go sit there and talk and, and tell them my stories and how I overcame and didn't use rehab and didn't, you know what I mean, need need these other outlets that people usually need or I wasn't on any subsidite to, to make me not do the drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Some people's willpower and the strength to want more and be stronger isn't like everyone else's. But at the same time, a lot of the times, everything that we look for, Everything that we're digging for is within us. The real treasure is within us. I read the alchemist book. Uh, probably in six hours. I read books fast. I don't. I don't know why I do that. I don't know how I can do that. But I do know one thing. I read the book, and the moral of the story was pretty much to let you know that Earth is the the nature of living is bigger than what we make it. As we are actually living in it. You know what I mean? Perfect example. The alchemist lets off two falcons. The boy, he questions why he let off two falcons. He thought it was stupid. Guess what the alchemist said? As you think it's stupid, guess what those falcons are doing for us? They're gauging the area for game. As those falcons were set off and didn't come back for hours, those falcons came back with game. They came back with animals They came back with resources They they led directions Back then we didn't think that those Type of things were as important as they were But it can really apply now To this day When you see birds off Flying around and doing all that They're letting you know that there's something around Whether it's the aura of other animals Or or that's the actual Aura of the animal You know what I mean? Some Like cardinals They're they just pop out, and then they go away. Blue Jays, the same thing. Not like these little finches, these little morning finches. Man, you see them everywhere. But it's like everything has symbolic meaning in life. You know what I mean? And just that little snippet of the book, I was like, damn, this shit is super, super deep. And it's not even that deep because you, everything that you're looking at, you don't realize that, The importance of it Because you're not looking at it like that And you're not trying to reach it like that Or get it like that I should say Some things are just Only going to be on the surface Until we find a better understanding For why we need to dig deeper And that's Kind of what makes you You know Need to look back Because Looking back That's A lot of the times Where you find Your reference for what you want better You look back and use that as experiences This is not going to be me or I'm not going to be doing this around that time, you know what I mean? Or, or any of these things that you were already trapped into the programming, you know what I mean? You were just doing it and doing it and going and going and going and doing the same thing, dressing the same way, watching the same TV shows, everything just to be a part of, you know? I get it. Acceptance is huge. But why do we want to be accepted by people who barely even know themselves, love themselves, or even care for themselves? Because the past taught us that We weren't that important Or Maybe the past taught us that What we were doing wasn't that important So In the future It makes us do what? It makes us look It makes us look at time differently You know what I mean? And I I, I used to I used to I used to get mad sometimes You know when when I would look back at life and be like man why isn't it working better for me why isn't this why isn't that happening and then I just stopped trying to blame myself because not everything's in my control not everything that I can control has something to do with me there's other things that are just a part of the things that I chose to pick it you know or chose to pick and just like per example for business uh i would trying to launch, you know, t-shirts for Sinclair Pierre, but the t-shirts are on back order. They're not going to arrive till June 30th, and it's just like, damn, how do you plan this accordingly? Do you keep shopping and have hope, or do you just make the first impulse decision? You know, it leaves you there to make that decision of where to, to depot your money at the right, you know, at the right, at the right time or the right, the right distributor. At the same time, it's like. Why am I trying to rush things to satisfy other people? This shit got to come naturally from me, too. The same reason why I didn't, I wasn't on the podcast episode every day. and I wasn't on and I wasn't writing any scripts. I wasn't writing no keynotes. I wasn't doing nothing because I felt like I got so good at it that I didn't need to do it when, and I needed, I didn't need to do the prepping for it. And It would just be a lot of the times I would think about doing a podcast episode and my brain would just go blank and I'd say, you know what, I got too much on my plate right now. I don't think I can do this. And it was me holding me back. I was, again, in my own way. You know what I mean? Regardless of the things that go on around me, I'm not naive to it. I just know when to to let it affect me and I know when sometimes to just let it go through me. You know what I mean? Like, at this age being single... The only bad thing, the only downside of it is that I don't get to display the greatest part to me to somebody like that. It doesn't matter what I say online, it doesn't matter what I show you online. A lot of the times for you to believe in something or you to really honestly fall for something, you need to it needs to be it needs to be in arms reach. You need to have access to that. You know what I mean? And like for me, I'm not coming with these little attributes you know what I mean I'm coming with tiers of attributes of things that I can do well multiple things not two, three, four, ten, twenty. 10, 20 there's too many to list off and I'm not saying everybody doesn't come with that but I'm just saying a lot of people don't consist of that a lot of people don't work their whole life to be able to be that savant some people just know what they know and they like that I don't I feel closed in my own mind when I can't learn and and the time's idle like Leaving your car running for, for you know, various amounts of hours isn't good for it, is it? It's the same thing with the brain. Sometimes we need an outlet. We need to relieve some of that. Sometimes we need to walk around, go to the park, see nature, hear noises, meditate. Whatever we need to do, sometimes we need to find that so that the the, the triggering stops. You know what I mean? Like for people who have anxiety, there are things to help you go through your day without being triggered. So it's the same thing when you look at decisions, when you look at life, future, forward, progress. Same thing. You got to use the past as a template of things that you don't want to do, that you don't want to do, and things you do want to do. Things you don't want to take into the future and things you do want to take into the future. Things you want to forget and things you want to remember. Now, if you find no solace in that at all, it's understandable. It's understandable. But at the end of the day You can't run From the past You have to live with it It has to be a part of you So you can grow from it And you can learn from it You know what I mean? They catch 22 in it But I just want to say Three things One Love is love Love is not in me I am love Two don't ever stop achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. Then once you achieve that, think about further. Think about furthering that. If that's the last point, maybe you should find something different. A hobby. And number three, I appreciate all the support from everybody. I appreciate even the dislikes, the the telling me what I could do better, the why haven't you been on, the pick up your phones, uh, all that. I I appreciate that. I appreciate it all. It's truly bigger than me. And I'm going to display that. And it might not just be one thing that gets you. It just might be everything I do that gets you. But just know, you're not the only one out there. And you don't have to go through it alone. If you're ever going through something and you you feel a need, Use any of those, you know, tags that I gave you in the beginning to locate, you know, some some of my platforms, so you can be able to express yourself. Maybe you'll have one-on-ones and you'll build to really under, find understanding to a problem or a situation or just a question that you might need to answer. Yeah, I don't know the answer to everything, but I can just advise you to to what I would think, you know, is a better situation or what I would think could help you out in becoming a better person not taken away from you. And thank you. Again, this is Derek Alston. Why not Derek on all social media? And this is episode 14. And this is the Everyday Ask Yourself Podcast.